1: You are about to hear from the depths and archives of this historically rich and yet culturally relevant institution as we seek to inspire and encourage you in your walk of faith. Get ready to hear your host, speaker, teacher, and author, Audrey Marie Hessler.
0: Welcome, friends. This is Audrey Marie, the voice of Christian Liberty, And I'm so glad you're listening today. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And I know that not everyone today may feel joyful or excited or even like they want to rejoice in any way. Maybe you're even facing some serious sadness. Nevertheless, the Lord has said, let's rejoice in this day because God made this day of life for us. And so really God's saying, be grateful, be grateful for life. Well, yesterday I did a broadcast and I'm continuing it today on loving your neighbor as yourself. And I said that the Lord Jesus Christ told us that all of the commandments can be put together in this simple two-part sentence. Love God and love your neighbor as yourself. You know, when you think of it, we have a wonderful Bible and friends, I pray you read the Bible. I pray that you are growing in your faith with Jesus Christ. And if you don't know Jesus, I pray you would come to know him as Savior. Jesus Christ is a loving, good God. He died on the cross for our sins. And friends, we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And there's nothing we can do to earn our way into heaven. Ephesians 2, eight and 9 tells us we are saved by grace and faith in Jesus Christ alone. So if you've never given your life to the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior, today, make the great exchange and say, take my emptiness, take my nothingness, Jesus, and exchange, I want your saving grace, your goodness. Come into my life and be my Savior. Forgive me my sins. You know, the Lord teaches us that we need a Savior. And the same Lord who teaches us we need a Savior to receive eternal life Tells us that all of the commandments are summarized this way love God and love your neighbor as yourself. So I'm Audrey Marie, the voice of Christian Liberty. You can find out more about us at ChristianLiberty.com and homeschools.org. But today I'm continuing to talk about the importance of loving your neighbor as yourself. And you know, sometimes we don't feel very loving. Love is an action of the will. You know, some I had heard some people recently say, we don't choose who we love. There is some truth in that. We don't always know where our heart may go. But in the end, love is a choice. It is a choice you make. A friend who I think very highly of, I've loved her as a dear friend for many years. Her husband recently has decided not to return home. Love is a choice if we don't recognize love as a choice, then we have the freedom to say, well, it's over. I'm not doing this anymore. God has told us we will choose to love him. We will choose to love others. And that love will be a choice we will make. And so love isn't willy nilly. Oh, I, I loved you yesterday, but I don't love you today. Love is a choice. And that God himself has told us that all of the commandments are compiled in this, to love God and to love our neighbor as ourself. So as I've been talking about this topic, I thought I might tell some practical ways to love our neighbor as ourself. And one of the practical ways is to think about what are your gifts. You know, God has given everyone, everyone gifts. And the Bible teaches us that the Holy Spirit gives gifts as he will, meaning that if you have the gift of singing, that is as the Holy Spirit willed it, and if I have the gift of teaching, that is how the Holy Spirit willed it for me. The Holy Spirit will give gifts as he will. So we can ask, it certainly tells us to ask for certain gifts, but also God has ordained that already we would have certain gifts. And now the reason I'm bringing that up is as I talk about now loving your neighbor as yourself, one of the ways you can show love to a neighbor is to think, well, what are my gifts? And all of the gifts God has given each of us are meant to be given away. You know, when you think about gifts, sometimes you think, well, okay, I got this for my birthday or for Christmas. And then you think, well, now it's mine. But that's not how God's gifts work. The gifts we receive through the Holy Spirit from God are to be given away. And the wonderful thing about that is the more you give of your gift, the more you'll have of your gift. So the Lord says, blessed are those who give. The Lord says, the people who give are the blessed people. So when you're thinking about how do I love a neighbor? And a neighbor doesn't mean they live in the house next door. It could be the neighbor you see jogging down the road when you jog. It could be the neighbor who is in a cubicle next to you at your work. It could be the neighbor who passes by in the store where you work and shops there. There's all kinds of possibilities of who is your neighbor. And how can you give to that neighbor? One of the ways you can start off first is to think, well, what are my gifts? And whatever gifts God has given you, those gifts are meant to be given away. So if you're the type of person who is good at cooking, well, perhaps you should think, could I bring some cookies over to a neighbor? If you're the type of person who is good at encouragement, when you're in a local store and you have a neighbor who comes in there, perhaps you could give them one word of encouragement. You know, on the previous broadcast, I mentioned this, ask, ask, seek, knock. You know, that's the formula for when we have our own need. Ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. If you are really desiring to love your neighbors as yourself, well then ask God, how can I use the gifts I've been given to bless another person? And God will reveal ways to you. He will show you something you can do to help or bless another person. And so start out with, what are your gifts? And then ask the Lord, How can you use them? And let's not also forget people who are not necessarily living or working or playing around where we are, meaning enjoying sports or something that we do. Let's also think of those who are less fortunate as our neighbor, the homeless or people in local hospitals. I personally have even visited the jails and I've done nursing home ministry. These people, too are my neighbors and the lord said when when the day comes when he will talk to us about how we have lived our life he will mention things like that he will say i was in prison and you didn't come to see me or he'll say in reverse i was in prison and you did come to see me now of course none of us can do everything even a highly gifted pastor or evangelist cannot do everything so each of us then must be wise What is God calling you to do to love your neighbor? Perhaps it's actually something very simple. Maybe there's just one person down the road from you and you need to start sowing into their life. Perhaps it's friendship evangelism. You start visiting them. You start visiting someone who's lonely or you start visiting someone who has many children and needs help. Or you encourage your children or your grandchildren to help a neighbor. There are many ways we can sow into the lives of others and love our neighbors as ourselves. And so we start out practical. When it comes to yourself, what are your gifts? And you know, sometimes people will say to me, I don't think I have any gifts. Oh, yes, you do. The Lord has said he has given us gifts. You just need to stop and think. You know, it's an old-fashioned thing, but how about writing a letter? Now, I love email. It's fast. And of course we can text, but what about a letter or a card? That's a simple way to bless a neighbor or or someone you don't know well or someone new at your church, a new neighbor in the area. How about a card? You know, or make a card too. Again, it's a matter of ask. Ask God. And if you ask, He'll open your eyes, he'll he'll show you something that you could do. We all have something to give away. And the Bible tells us it's more blessed to give than to receive. As you start giving, more will come to you. You know, the Lord says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and running over, shall men give unto your bosom as you give out. And again, another area to think of is not just your gifts, but your own hurts. I've done grief ministry. Maybe you could help people who are grieving. If you've been through personal hurt, maybe you can help another neighbor who's had that same hurt. The Lord will show you something. We all have something to give away, to share, to help, to encourage a neighbor. Well, I'm Audra Marie, the Voice of Christian Liberty. And today I'm continuing to talk again about loving your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus Christ put it this way. You can condense all of the law and the commandments into this. Love God and love your neighbor as yourself. And today I'm encouraging you to love your neighbor as yourself. And through doing that, you are loving God, the first and the greatest commandment. When well, I'm about to go to break, I'll be right more back in a few seconds. I'll be right back to talk a little bit more about loving your neighbor and loving God. i right back. This is Al the voice of Christian liberty.
1: Hello, I'm Pastor Calvin Lindstrom. Christian education is expensive. And here at Christian Liberty Academy, we want to find a way to help families get their children out of the public school system. If God has blessed you financially, would you please consider meeting with me and my team and become a supporter of Operation Exodus to help families get their children out of the public school system? I'm looking for help from the Christian business community and other Christians with the heart and resources to help pave the way for Christian families to give their children a quality, Christ-centered education. Here at Christian Liberty, we take no government money, and we never will. Our staff work here because they want to make a difference in their students' lives. They don't work here for high pay and the promise of a big pension. We need your help to win the battle for the minds of children. Visit ChristianLiberty.com to participate financially in this exodus or to meet with me, call 847-262-6761. That's 847-262-6761.
0: Welcome back, friends. This is Audrey Marie, the Voice of Christian Liberty. And today I've been continuing talking about loving your neighbor as yourself. An expert in the law tried to test the Lord Jesus Christ by asking him to declare what was the greatest commandment in the law of Moses in one masterful statement. Jesus condensed the entire law that God had given Moses. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. And then Jesus went on to say this, And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. That is Matthew 22, verses 37 through 40. Isn't that amazing? I love reading the Bible, friends, and I hope you do too. I love the books of poetry. I love even reading the Old Testament law. I love the New Testament. I love the Gospels. I even read the book of Revelation. I encourage you to read the Bible. But isn't it astounding to think the greatest book ever written and the greatest life ever lived, the life of Jesus Christ, the God who died on the cross for mankind's sins, that we might have eternal life. He said, you can condense all of the law into this, love God Love your neighbor as yourself. Well, I'm talking about loving your neighbor as yourself. And of course, when you do love your neighbor as yourself, then you're fulfilling what God said. And by fulfilling what God said, you're showing your love for God. And on the first half of this broadcast, I was saying, let's be practical. Let's start out with, let's just be friendly. Say hello to a neighbor. Wave to them. Ask how are you doing? Start out simple. But then I said, Well then what can you do to show something more in terms of loving a neighbor as yourself? And the something more can be to think about what are your gifts? That's where we learn what we can give out of. We give out of what we actually have. Now sometimes you might give and not really have that gift or talent behind you. Maybe your neighbor needs help with a garden and, and you're now a gardener. But maybe just to show them kindness, you go out and help them weed. Or maybe just to show them kindness, you do something that isn't a normal gift or talent of yours, but you do it just because you want to show them the kindness of Jesus Christ. But for the most part. The greatest way we give is giving back from the gifts God himself has given to us. And so if you have a gift in some area, think God, ask God, what can I do then with that gift to then show love to a neighbor? And I'm using the word neighbor as not just the person who lives in the house next door to you or across the street or behind you, but as the neighbor who sits in the booth next to you at work, or the cubicle next to you, or the neighbor who passes through the store where you work, or the neighbor who works in the building next to you, or rides the bus with you, or jogs down the street by you, or even the person who is homeless in the neighborhood by you. These are all neighbors that you can love as yourself. And one of the ways we give and show love is through practical things. We do something. And I'm encouraging you to ask the Lord, out of the gifts he has given you, how can you give back? But let's go on to another thing that's practical that you can do to show love to a neighbor. And I'll tell you what that is. You can pray for them. You can take a look at the people who live around you, work around you, ride the bus by you, uh, commute near you, go to school with you, our friends with your children, our friends with your parents, whoever it might be, you could pray for them. You could love them as yourself by praying for them. You know, when we pray, we often pray for our own personal needs. As a matter of fact, I'd say that might be the most common prayer we do pray, right? We say, oh Lord, I need this, or I need that. And there's nothing wrong. The Lord said to tell him your needs. He wants to hear from you. The Lord And the Lord even said, I will give you the desires of your heart. And, and our God shall supply all of our needs. But one of the great ways you can love a neighbor as yourself is to pray about their needs. And sometimes you may not know what a neighbor needs. Or maybe you will observe something. You'll observe that they're having a hard time with their children. Or you might wonder about how their marriage is going. You can pray for them. And you don't need to know every detail to pray for somebody else. And so certainly, when it comes to loving a neighbor as yourself, we can do one, just be friendly. Hello, how are you? Wave a hand. Give them a smile. Two, we can take it a step further and say, God, I have been given these gifts. How can I use them? How can I use these gifts to bless a neighbor? And then three, we can pray for them. You know, doesn't it make you feel good when a neighbor or someone you work with, or a family member calls and says, I am praying for you. You know, it might actually be a way to do friendship evangelism, to actually tell somebody who you know as a type of neighbor, maybe someone who works at a store you frequent, they don't live by you, but you frequent enough that you know them enough to say hello to them. Well, then tell them you prayed for them. You know, when we are thinking about friendship evangelism, meaning reaching people for Jesus Christ by becoming a friend with them, one of the things that would help in that relationship is to literally tell them, I pray for you. I pray for you. And of course, when we're loving our neighbor, it doesn't mean we only are going to love those who don't know the Lord. Certainly we should. The Lord said we should even pray for those who are our enemies. And of course, we need wisdom in those areas. Be wise about what you do around people. You may have very unfriendly neighbors. Then, of course, the Bible is full of wisdom about how we should go about. Be wise as a serpent, yet gentle as a lamb. So how do we love our neighbors as ourselves? We show kindness. We give of our gifts. We pray for them. And we use wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing the Bible tells us. and all of our getting, get wisdom. And so as you're desiring to love neighbors as yourself, think what is wise also to do. You know, as much as the Lord may want us to do and be a serving person, emulating his son, Jesus Christ, as the Father would teach us to do, it doesn't mean that we have to do risky or dangerous things. We can always use wisdom in helping and loving others. And if you're getting a stop in your spirit like, Oh, I don't know if that's a wise or good thing to do, then hold off. And again, prayer can be done from anywhere for anyone and can be the greatest gift we would give anyone. But we don't want to not also help people with the real things of life, whether it might be they need someone to go to the store for them. You know, one of the great things that came from the pandemic, and I'm Audrey Marie, the Voice of Christian Liberty, and we've talked about this before on this show, is that people started reaching out to help other people, especially people who were, when we were sheltering in place, who couldn't get out. Well, now people are getting out again, but that doesn't mean there aren't people who still don't need you to reach out to them and say, how can I help you? You know, someday we will all give account for the life we have lived. And one of the ways the Lord will have us give account is through how we have treated others. And the Lord said in Matthew 24, He said, I will say to you, you know, I was in prison and you didn't come to visit me. Or I was naked and you didn't clothe me. Or I was hungry and you didn't feed me. And the Lord will say, and, and we'll, people will respond to the Lord and say, Well, when, when were you ever like that? And Jesus said, he would say to people, that what you did unto the least of my children, you did unto me. So today, when you're thinking about who are your neighbors, expand it. It's not just the people in the, the house next door. It's, it's, it's the people in the local jail. It's the people in, uh, homeless on the street. It's the librarian. It's the woman who works in the store, or the man in the cubicle next to you. It's the jogger coming by your house. Pray about it. Lord, who are you calling me to? You know, don't be led by the need, be led by the Lord. But then remember that God said that He can contain all the commandments in this. Jesus Christ said all of the commandments is contained in this. Love God, love your neighbor as yourself. I'm Audrey Marie, the voice of Christian Liberty, and today I'm encouraging you, friend, to love your neighbor. And take practical steps to do so. Smile. Be friendly. Give of your gifts. Give of your time. And pray. And trust God to lead you to where he wants you to minister to your neighbors. And he will. God is good and God is love. God bless you, friends. Love God. Love your neighbor as yourself. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. God loves you.
1: Students preschool through 12th grade attend our on-campus academy in Arlington Heights, coming from a 20-mile radius. We are minutes from the Metra train line. And parents, if you are desiring to nurture your children in your home with a Christ-centered curriculum, we serve thousands of families throughout the world through our home education program and services. We have pioneered the modern homeschool movement, and we can help you from a single book to a complete curriculum. We partner with parents to raise strong, respectful, compassionate, Christ-fearing, outstanding young men and women of character and purpose. Visit ChristianLiberty.com to find out more about Christian Liberty Academy and our excellent academic, athletic, and arts programs, our full-service homeschool program class that includes testing, report cards, transcripts, and more, plus the many books and resources produced by Christian Liberty Press and other excellent publishers. And visit us on Sunday for a morning Bible study and worship service that starts at 10 a.m. Visit ChristianLiberty.com or call 847-385-2012.